0: Hey, it's Michael and this is the Kintsugi podcast. I'll be back in a minute with this week's conversation about resilience. But first, if you wish to create a better life and have a better career, then please visit michaelo'brienshift.com and download your free workbook on how to create a better life. In it, you'll discover ways to find more energy for the things and the people who matter most to you so you can create a better tomorrow. Hey there, it's Michael, and welcome back, or welcome to the Kintsugi Podcast. It's time for another conversation about resilience. Today, we will travel together from forgiveness to gratitude on a 747. The story starts in the summer of 2012 in Europe. We took a family vacation there. We flew from Newark to Paris. Our first stop was Omaha Beach, Normandy. Totally awe-inspiring. I couldn't believe it. Read about it in books, but seeing it in person a completely different experience as you would imagine. Then we went to Basel, Switzerland to visit some friends. But before we headed back to France and to Paris to fly home, we stopped in Krakow, Poland for a private tour of the concentration camp Auschwitz by twin Holocaust survivor Eva Kor. Eva and her twin sister somehow someway survived. Her whole family along with the Jews of Europe we sent there, as we know. Her whole family perished, but her and her twin sister survived. There are many words to describe Eva and her sister. Resilience is definitely one of them, but strong, gritty, tenacious, you name it. When I was there, again, read about the war in books, but when I was there, it felt completely different. Almost hard to describe, to be honest. And when we went there, I was not fully aware of her amnesty statement and the subsequent controversy because not everyone agreed with her position. That position was that she forgave the Nazis. So I didn't know any of this. Now, Eva had immigrated to the US. She ran the Candles Holocaust Museum in Terre Haute, Indiana. My wife knew of her, but I didn't know much about her story. So when one of our fellow tourists, another person on the tour, asked her why she forgave the Nazis, I was like, why is he even asking that question? I didn't know, again, much about her story. All I knew is that we're going to go, and it was a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And she told the group, I forgave the Nazis because I deserve forgiveness. And in that moment, the sun was beating down, the whole place felt like death, no shade, the July summer heat. She was zipping around in her golf cart. We were tired because we could hardly keep up with her. I think she was 89 at the time or 86 and she had as much energy as a 26 year old. It was, it was magical, she's magical. Unfortunately, Eva passed away July 4th in 2019, but what a life. What a light. Just incredible. So when she responded in that way, because I was not expecting that response. Again, I didn't know anything about her story that she provided amnesty. She forgave the Nazis. So I was like, what? What did she just say? Her response shook me to my core. And it's a day that I hope I never forget. I hope I never forget that day. This is another thing that she shared in a subsequent video that I saw. Up to that time, I always reacted to what people did to me. And in many ways, I acted as a victim. Now I was originating action. And that's where the feeling of power comes in forgiveness. So let me frame this out for you. The prior 11 years leading up to this family vacation, I was doing what they would say in the self-help world, doing my inner work. I was trying to forgive the driver who hit me, my near-death cycling accident, the one I call my last bad day, but I couldn't do it thoroughly. I couldn't do it completely. I forgave him, yes. In the beginning, I just wanted revenge. I grew up believing an eye for an eye. He hurt me, therefore, I should harm him. That was my belief. I poured a lot of stuff in my backpack, and I was doing my best to empty that backpack, but it, I still had stuff in it, all shoved down in the, in the pockets, in the nooks, in the crannies of that backpack. It was still heavy with a lot of emotion. Pretty heavy if I was really being honest. So in that moment, I was like, if she can forgive the Nazis, and she was making a personal forgiveness statement, she was not speaking on behalf of all Jews. Because again, many Jews, do not agree with her position, that the atrocities of the war could never be forgiven. But she inspired me that day to let it fully go, just let it all go and forgive the driver. So on our train ride back to Krakow, I started to unpack my backpack. And by the time we got to Charles de Gaulle to fly back home to New Jersey, I felt lighter. My backpack was empty. I had forgiven the driver. In a lot of ways, for the same reason she forgave the Nazis. It's because I deserved forgiveness. She has said, like, if she was going to carry around that backpack, she didn't use this language. She couldn't show up in the way she wanted to show up. She, she was going to continue to show up as the victim. But once you empty your backpack, you can show up as cliche as the sound, as the victor. Originating action, she said. That's where the feeling of power comes in forgiveness. So I flew back and we went back home and I felt lighter, which was great. But the whole idea of thanking the driver, expressing gratitude for the driver, well, that was was a bridge too far. I was like, I can't go there. Forgiveness is one thing. Forgive, but not forget. I could do that. Well, a couple of weeks ago, thanks to one of the awesome sauce members of our Peloton, Sean, he invited me to a 747 dinner. Chris Chambra puts them on. And I knew Chris and I knew about his dinners, but I didn't really know much about what was going to happen. I just knew they were going to be about gratitude. And when Sean invited me, I was like, yeah, why not? Like, it's going to be about gratitude. Gratitude is awesome sauce. Gratitude can help us become more resilient, love in every minute of it. Thought it was a great opportunity, but I knew nothing of the evening, of what we would do in the evening. So we have the meeting, the the dinner, which was a Zoom meeting because it's all virtual. And on the second prompt, Chris asks everyone to think of someone that they've never thanked before, or someone we don't thank enough? It's a really cool question, isn't it? So I'll give you a moment to pause, breathe, reflect on that. Who have you never thanked, or perhaps you don't thank enough, who needs a little bit more of your gratitude? Who is that person? Now, at first I thought, my dad, because as I get older, I see more of me in him, or more of him in me, rather. Growing up, I was like, I'm nothing like him. But now as I get older, there's a lot of him in me. And it's pretty cool. And I don't thank him enough. I've thanked him, but clearly not enough, in my humble opinion. But about two minutes before I was going to share, something came through me, or someone. It was the driver of the car, the driver of the SUV who hit me. And I was like, what are you doing showing up? Like I thought we had done that, I forgave you. And day by day, I don't think about the driver all that much. I hadn't thought about him in years, but he came to me in that moment. And instead of repressing it or like, no, 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 I'm gonna talk about my dad, I just stayed curious for a bit. And then what bubbled up is that this thought in particular, If I can be grateful for the whole experience and the whole recovery, how my last bad day has helped me grow, the people I've been able to meet, the lives we've been able to change through the work we do, the Pause, Breathe, Reflect movement, the Kintsugi podcast, all that. If I can be grateful for the last 20 years, why can't I be grateful for the guy who hit me, who started it all? Because without him, there is no impact, literally and figuratively. It gets you into the what ifs. There's a movie called Sliding Doors featured Gwyneth Paltrow. So my story has some sliding door spirit to it. What if? What if he slept in? What if I slept in? All that. And you can play the what if game until the cows come home. But why couldn't I thank him for the whole event? because that was the spark that led to all this. And certainly I had decision trees and forks in the road and all that jazz along my way. And it was up to me and our Peloton to help me make the choice I was about to make. But his actions along with my actions came together that morning and created all this. Without him, there's no podcast without him. There's no book without him. There's no TED talk without him. Like, life is completely different. So I decided to thank him. He's the guy I shared. And I got pretty choked up, pretty moved by it. And once I did, I felt lighter. Now, I shouldn't make a note. I did call dad. I thanked dad, too. <laughs> Can't forget dad. But I felt lighter, much like I did back in 2012. Once I forgave the driver, being inspired by Eva Kaur... I felt lighter by expressing gratitude to him. And so this summer, as we do the pause, breathe, reflect bike tour from Astoria, Oregon to Yorktown, Virginia, May 28th to July 11th, the whole ride is going to be about resilience and mindset and gratitude. And on day one, I will thank him because he kicked it all off. And if you're not following the ride just yet, so I'm doing videos, little programming note here. I'm doing videos on YouTube to give you an idea of the behind the scenes leading up to the ride. And my website is totally redone. I hope you'll check it out. Michael there. You can sign our pause, breathe, reflect pledge. You can learn more about the ride, the two charities that I'm riding for, the Clean Air Task Force, because we need a great climate, as well as Johns Hopkins Center for American Indian Health, two fabulous charities. I hope you'll donate if you, if you choose to, thank you. If you can't, then I hope you'll just spread our message to those who can. But this ride is gonna be a lot about gratitude. It's also gonna be about forgiveness and a whole bunch more. And again, I hope you join us on the ride. If you want to turn the pedals with me, you can, but if you just want to like ride with me virtually, that's going to be very easy. So as we think about this journey from forgiveness to gratitude on a 747, and by the way, you know Chris's dinner is a 747 dinner. I don't know why he calls it that, except that it starts at 747. The questions that have popped up this week, and I'm recording this just before Easter, is where can we put more gratitude into our lives? Going back to the question that Chris asked us, who do you need to thank that you've never thanked or who do you need to thank a little bit more frequently? And so that's the prompt for the this week for you. And I encourage you to go out there and thank the people that you need to thank or the person that you need to thank. And I'll add to Chris's question, that, that prompt, where do you need to insert more forgiveness into your life so you can lighten your backpack, so you can show up with a different amount of energy, a different type of energy, because both forgiveness along with gratitude can help you become more resilient. So that's the question, or those are the questions for this week. As we look to become more resilient, more agile and more adaptable, as we continue to pedal forward, on this bike ride called life that we're all on together because ultimately we're all in one big peloton we are one even though we don't care to admit it sometimes or believe this is true but we are truly one what ripples from me into you ripples back from you to me and again i hope you'll check out the ride michaelo'brienshift.com. you can also check out our new pause breathe reflect store and get your merch For the springtime, we got new things coming. Totally excited about that. So that's it. From forgiveness to gratitude on a 747. Our resilience story, our Kintsugi story for the week. As always, thanks for listening, subscribing, and sharing with the people in your life. And until next week, I encourage you to pause, breathe, reflect, so you can discover the power of forgiveness and gratitude as well. And of course, as always, have fun. Storm in the Castle. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.